Do you want to have more control around sugar and reduce your sugar cravings? Maybe you want to eat better and lose belly fat, and you know that sugar is playing a role. Well, today I'm going to be giving five tips so you can start to break down about what's going on when you're having a sugar craving, because I know some of you out there want to reduce your sugar. You feel like you're addicted to sugar, and you really want to eat better and have less sugar so that you can start feeling better and reaching those health goals. And before we get started, I want to tell you guys a little bit about my course coming up. It's launching on March 4th, and it's called Healthy Inside and Out. So this is where you're going to take a habits-based approach to getting healthy. There's going to be modules and a good chunk of time spent on learning how to really balance your blood sugar. Because when your blood sugar is more balanced, you will notice that your sugar cravings going down. But we're also going to work on different emotional components and really learning how to tune into your body. So those practical pieces of how do I balance my blood sugar, but also how do I tune into my body? How do I handle these stressors and things that come up that lead me toward craving sugar and depending on it to feel better? And especially when we're having sugar cravings, our body is saying something to us. It's not just saying eat the sugar. There's something under it that we're actually looking for that our body actually needs. So if you guys are interested in really getting healthy from the inside out, learning how to nourish your body, feel good about it, ditch this diet culture, lower inflammation in your body and just feel better, I encourage you to check the description down below and check out this course and see if it's a fit for you. As it's launching, I have some bonuses. One is you're going to get a free one-to-one call with me that you can use during the course if you enroll by March 10th. The other bonus is I'm going to be having group coaching calls during March, April, and May twice a month where you guys can ask questions, get accountability, and connect with other people so that you really feel supported going through this course. So make sure you guys check the link down below and check that out. See if it's a fit. And if it is, I encourage you guys to go for it. Start investing in your health so that you can feel better. Hi, friends, and welcome to the Healthy Beyond 40 show. I'm Michelle, mama four and military wife. And I'm passionate about helping women get healthy from the inside out so they can feel better and live their best life. Do you feel like you're struggling to lose weight and get in shape? If you're ready to develop healthier habits, exercise consistently, and lose weight sustainably, then you're in the right place. I combine my expertise from my doctorate in physical therapy to my experience as a health coach, personal trainer, and yoga teacher to bring you actionable steps for a healthy lifestyle. No magic pill here, so lace up those shoes and get moving. So I'm excited to dive in this episode today because sugar is all around us. I think God blesses us with sweet things, but they're just everywhere, and it was never intended to be this way. So something that could be a little treat every once in a while is they're looking at us all day, every day. So before I dive into the five tips, I just want to share this weekend, my husband and my youngest son, they went to Costco because we needed to get a few things, and my younger son wanted to get the free samples. But one of the samples they came back with was this MetRx, air quotes, protein bar. And you actually got the full bar in a package. And so my husband shows it to me. 
And he's like, yeah, it has 30 grams of protein. So on the front of this bar, it says 30 grams of protein, 17 vitamins and minerals, and it's naturally flavored, no artificial flavors made with real fruit. So when we look at something like this, we're thinking, oh, this is good. And it calls it a meal replacement bar. Okay, so this might be something good. And so he's like, yeah, it has 30 grams of protein. I'm like, how much sugar does it have? Well, this has 29 grams of sugar. It has 25 added sugars. So there's probably a little bit of those sugars that comes from some of the dried fruit that they're putting in there. But 25 grams of added sugar. Like, oh my goodness, guys, that is so much. And then it actually has four grams of sugar alcohols, like the fake sugars. Like, I don't even know why they have to add the fake sugars in here when they have that much sugar. And so this bar also has 390 calories, so it's definitely a meal replacement. But I doubt that most people are going to feel satisfied for very long from a bar like this. It only has one grab of fiber, and fiber helps us to feel more full. And especially when we eat something and there's just more volume of it, like foods that tend to be higher in fiber just take up more volume, that helps to fill our stomach up. So I just want to share this as we're diving into sugar because we would think that sometimes when we're eating these protein bars or things like that, that they're healthy and we really have to look at the labels and see what is in them. We want to look at how much sugar it's having, but you can read the actual ingredients. So for this one, for example, they have corn syrup, sugar, maltose syrup, apple puree, fructose, glycerin, the dried apples, apple juice concentrate. There's, I might be even missing one or two. There's lots of different things that they're getting their sugar from in this bar. So we really want to educate ourselves. All right. So when we're talking about sugar cravings, my first tip here to do is to create a pause. So we want to get out of just reacting. And this can go for lots of things in our life. Maybe if we emotionally react in certain ways, is creating this pause so we're not just reacting. There's a lot of wisdom that we can gain when we pause before we do something. So if you're having a sugar craving or if you're going to reach for something, pause. Try to do it for one to five minutes. Take some deep breaths. Create some space there and really notice what's going on. Just being able to pause. And a lot of times, We need to take some time just to develop this pause, not even to worry about what we're thinking or what we're going to do, because we have to create a new habit in our brain to just pause. And that can literally be sometimes the hardest part. So first, we want to create this pause. Tip number two is once you feel like you can pause is to reflect on your triggers, really figuring out for you what was triggering you to go reach for whatever that was. Was it stress? Was it boredom? Were you feeling anxious? Maybe were you in a social situation and you're just feeling uncomfortable and it feels comforting to reach for food? Are you doing a task that you don't like? Maybe it's something at work and you go and reach for that food. Are you feeling tired? This pops up for one of my clients. Her biggest trigger is when she is tired. And really being able to see that and notice that pop up a few times like, wow, this is my trigger, whatever that is for you. And then that leads into tip number three, 
Like, what would you like to happen? So in this situation, you're pausing and you're noticing a certain trigger. You're going to notice this pattern. So maybe if it's tired, what would you like to happen in that situation? Maybe you need to take a breath. Maybe you need to close your eyes for five minutes. Maybe if you're feeling anxious, maybe it's a different way to actually calm your nervous system down without using an external thing like food. And then tip number four is how can you support yourself? So as you're pausing and you're starting to put together what your trigger is, a lot of times you're going to notice it's the same trigger or you might have a couple different ones. And really thinking what would you like to happen? And also just going back to that one a little bit, when we're in that situation, what would we like to happen? Because a lot of times we don't really want to go grab for that food because we know what happens. We would like to be able to handle that situation with more ease and comfort. And you can even envision in your mind, what would that look like for you? So maybe if anxiousness is your trigger and you're feeling that anxiousness, instead of grabbing for that food, closing your eyes and what would you like to happen instead? Would you like to be able to just take a deep breath, go for a walk, be able to handle that anxiety without reaching for food to soothe yourself? And then into tip number four, how can you support yourself? So once you start to get a better understanding of what's going on, is how can you support yourself in this? So the tired example that my client was experiencing, it goes back to the day, the night before. How can you set yourself up for more success? How can you make sure that you are getting enough sleep? How can you maybe take a thing or two off your list? Or is it that you need a couple breaks in throughout your day to reset yourself? So you have to figure out how can you actually support yourself and what your body needs. Your body doesn't need that sugar. There's usually this other need that it actually needs so that you can feel better. And number five is do the deeper work. If you are not in choice with what you want to do. So being in choice with what you want to do is if you intentionally want that piece of sugar that we'll just say a piece of chocolate then you're in choice with yourself. You're being intentional. I'm okay with having this at this time, whatever it is. But if you're not in choice with yourself, so if you're grabbing that piece of chocolate way more than you want to, if you're grabbing that piece of chocolate mindlessly, you are not in choice with yourself. That is not what you want for yourself. And a lot of times we have to do a lot deeper work. So a little bit what I talked about is what would we like to happen and how can we actually support ourselves? But a lot of times we have these emotions that are driving our actions. And so maybe that stress, that anxiety, that boredom, and really taking the time to do the deeper work of what's going on for yourself. So if you're trying to work on this yourself, journaling can be a great tool to do. Talking with friends and not being scared to really go deep. And maybe there's like, some stuff that feels ugly and not nice going on. And that's okay because we need to get down and we need to let that stuff out so we can be free from it. And so this is what I do on a lot of my health coaching calls with people is really work through this deeper work so that we're not just putting a bandaid on something. Like I do like some of my clients have put like, I'm only going to have a treat two or three times a week. And it's great to create those boundaries 
and they do help us. But if we're not doing the deeper work of knowing these triggers, knowing how we can support ourselves, really working with some of these emotions that are driving our actions, that little band-aid or that little framework of how many treats per week isn't going to last. We have to do this deeper work and we can do both of those at the same time. So to go over those real quick again, first is you have to create that pause so you're not just reacting. Two, you have to reflect and figure out what your triggers are. Start writing those down. Number three, really envision what you would like to happen. How would you like to see yourself in that situation? Even when we start visualizing things, it starts building a neural network in our brain. So even if it hasn't happened, we can start building that neural network by just imagining ourselves doing what we want to. Number four is how can you support yourself? So what does your body actually need and how can you give your body more of that? And number five is really take the time to do this deeper work, dig into those emotions so that you can be in choice with what you want to do for your health. All right, I know those were fast. I hope something stuck out to you guys there and that you can just maybe start with just that pause and figuring out that trigger just to start with and just be patient and kind to yourself. And I encourage you guys, if you are really looking to get healthy on the inside and really looking to balance your blood sugar and feel better emotionally, be more in choice with what you want to do for your health, check out my course down below, Healthy Inside and Out. And there is an option where you can add on additional health coaching calls with me for the course. And right now it's set at a price where when you sign up for that, you're actually going to get one free for my normal price. So that can be a great option if you really have some of this deeper work that you want to dive in while you're going through the course. All right, friends, I hope everyone has a great week and keep taking just one more step forward in your health each and every day.